Hello and welcome to a special Liverpool Blood Red podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today are our full-time Liverpool reporter, both home and away, James Pearce. We've also got Christian Walsh and we also have Neil Jones. Uh, to start with, of course, we can't do a podcast without mentioning our new partner, our sponsor, which is beer52.com. If you go onto their website, enter the code ECHO onto their website, you will get a tenner off your first case of eight delicious craft beers. James, it's thirsty work doing this job, isn't it? However, you brought us a story this morning about Anfield. The new men's stand is up and running, finally finished, by all accounts. But Liverpool are already looking ahead to redeveloping the Anfield Road end, aren't they? They are, yeah. The, you know, that's where the, the focus has turned to now. I think you know, it's positive news. I think there's been a lot of debate um, about whether FSG would kick on and, and do the second phase of the Anfield redevelopment. Um, and I think this is a really positive sign that it that it will happen. You know, I think um, you know, speaking to people at the club, it's you know there's there's no set time frame, there's no set guarantees. It's very similar to the way they approach the main stand project. But you know they they always said that this would be something that would be at the forefront of their thoughts once the main stand was completed. And they're effectively saying that it's only in the last couple of weeks that the main stand has been done. And I think you know they only started using. The new dressing rooms, new media facilities. You know, for most of this season, um, you know, the ground floor of the new of the new stand has been been a building site. That's now finished. Um, so that's the focus now. Turn to to Anfield Road, and tr- I think, you know, I spoke to Andy Hughes, um, Liverpool's operations officer, and you know, he he said that now it's about trying to find the right financial model, the right, um, you know, the the, the right spec in terms of you know how many seats can they add into that end you know how you know how trying to find a way of doing it with the the most least amount of disruption um and the positive thing is i think you know probably about the the date of the planning permission which many people thought that the planning permission was up in september this year it actually turns out they've got to august 2019 um so you know that gives them a bit more leeway as well because you know although that's not a you know, a deadline as such, because, you know, they could always submit a new planning application. It's certainly a lot easier to tweak an existing one than, than start all over again. Christian, bricks and mortar have never guaranteed a, an atmosphere at any football ground, but you can get it wrong when you're, you're designing these stands and these new stadiums. But with Liverpool's main stand, it certainly made a, a more positive effect on the atmosphere inside the ground, doesn't it? To a degree. I think uh, it's also got a few more moments into the, uh, into the stadium, but in general, yes, it's it's... It fits in, doesn't it? It doesn't look like it's sort of been tacked on uh, artificially. It, it looks like it's always been a part of, of Anfield. Um, and I'd, I'd imagine that's what FSG and you know whoever decides to design it, that, that's what they look at if they were to expand the, the Anfield road end as well. It's already two tiers, so it'd be interesting to see if they just basically put a third tier on top of that. Um, the, the top tier at the moment is very small anyway, isn't it? It's about yeah. 12 rows deep or something like that. So... You know, maybe it might be maybe there might be a bit more. It's interesting to see if they move the away fans as well. Obviously, if, if it's in, you know, if you think of Newcastle and Sunderland were two mm-hmm. that only the Sunderland used to have them behind the behind the goal, and then they moved them right up into the heavens mm-hmm. of Sunderland. And the Newcastle's always been like that. Wonder whether Liverpool might start trying to use the power of Anfield even more by yeah, shifting them into the heavens <laughs> as well. Yeah, I mean, I thought there was some kind of directive or suggestion that fans and away ends would have to. Be behind goals. Yeah, but, but like apparently Newcastle aren't adhering to that next season, so I don't know. I don't know where that's at. To be honest, yeah, there was a few. I mean, Crystal Palace, you know, behind a goal. Crystal Palace, right? yeah, Villa, you never behind a goal. Of Villa, they were always down the, down yeah. the side. Right? Yeah. So there's. Yeah. I'm sure you used to be behind the goal. No, you used to be behind 
behind the goal at Villa. Definitely, yeah. he definitely used to be behind the goal. Definitely, like, I mean, last time I went to Villa, the last time Liverpool just jumped in. Yeah, I was on the side. Yeah, but in general, you just you you have every sort of hope. I think that. Any any redesign, any addition would, would sort of fit in with the whole style of Anfield, and it, it is modern. Obviously, the main stand's modern, the massive truss and, and whatnot. But the same <laughs> truss, I've not heard about that for yeah, quite some time. Yeah, trust, trust, trust. But <laughs> at the same time, it looks quite traditional as well, doesn't it? Just it just fits. It just feels like Anfield. It's bricks. That's what it is. It's the look. That's the look they were going for. I'm, I'm, Neil, I'm going to throw this question. Onto you because we're obviously whenever we say anything positive about FSG, we're regarded as FSG apologists, and we're all on the payroll. Which I think we can now say that we're not. Well, at least I'm not. Can't speak about you, Christy. Yeah, unless you want to confirm or deny that. I I, I wish I was on the payroll. <laughs> but if they are listening, it has to, to be clear, But it has to be said that obviously Liverpool were talking about moving to a new ground on Stanley Park, which was back in 2000 yeah. when I had, had her and stuff. So it's a long time ago. Yeah, liar. <laughs> but FSG for all the you know criticism and they've not done everything perfectly but they have got the, the spade in the in the ground they've not only managed to do that but they've actually got it built this main stand and now they're already looking ahead and you've got to say for them it's credit to them hasn't it because they've actually yeah. made it happen yeah they have, they've got a lot of plans as well you think obviously not just the Anfield Road then obviously they've got the renaming of the Centenary stand this week you've also got the Melwood proposed move so there's a lot changing at Liverpool it does it does feel like they you know whether you whether you think it's the best way of doing it, whether you, whether you you think a new stadium would have been a better way of, of of taking the club forward, but I think they are at least trying to sort of find solutions to age-old problems at Liverpool, i.e., the location of the training ground, the fact that obviously Anfield's an awkward ground to redevelop, and obviously the sites. You know we've we've seen with Everton at the moment that the trouble they're having in finding a, a viable site. To, to redevelop a stadium, they they think they found one, but there's, there's, I'm sure there's going to be hitches along the way in in, in that. Um, yeah, I think it's sixty thousand, just over sixty thousand, will it be? That's the hope. State? Yeah, that's that's the hope. I mean, still not still not as big as you'd want Liverpool to be as a club. Is it a sixty thousand stadium? But ideally, I mean, you, you go to Old Trafford, and it it, it does feel like a, a much bigger stadium than, than Anfield. Coliseum, isn't you, it? Yeah, it's a, it's not you know, by atmosphere, but just yeah. the look and the feel of it. Exactly. I mean, you know, you, you think of you think of all the stadiums around. You know, you think of sort of Wembley, and it, it dwarfs it, it. completely dwarfs Anfield, and ideally you'd want it to be a much bigger stadium. But for now, they're finding the solution. If they've done, I think the main stand's great. That you know, not just the media facilities which are just <laughs> opened and are very very convenient for getting up to the press box. Um, but I think I do think the main stand is really good, and if they can do a same or the similar kind of job with an Anfield Road redevelopment, I think that would be a, another feather in their cap. James, has it been a question of FSG? You know whether it's been in a way that everybody's agreed with, as Neil said there. They've had to do these things as soon as possible just to keep them level with. You know Neil mentions Manchester United and Old Trafford. Look at Manchester City and their new ground. Tottenham again a new ground. Chelsea getting one. Arsenal have got one. These are Liverpool's main competitors and. You know, forty-five thousand, which was the capacity I think last year. Yeah, it's no nowhere near big enough. And you know, as Neil says, sixty thousand certainly compared to Wembley and Old Trafford doesn't seem up. But I don't think Liverpool can realistically get up to that. Certainly not where they are at the moment. No, I think it. I think it does show that they're they're keen to ensure that the club progresses. You know, off off the pitch as as well as on it. I think, you know, the. The Anfield Road End is a is a key part of that. You know, I think I think it's really positive news because 
I remember John W. Henry was quoted last year as saying, you know, you know who knows, there might not be a, a, another stage because, you know, he referenced the ticket, ticket price prices, yeah. process. And, and I know that I don't think that was particularly wise of him at the, at the time to say that. Um, and, you know, there is an issue there, obviously, because one of the big attractions when they crunched the numbers for the main stand was that half of the extra seats were corporate. So they knew that, you know, the, uh, the £110 million loan that built the main stand um, was came from FSG's credit facility at a very low interest rate. I think it was about 1.2%. Um, but obviously that has to be paid back over... But because of main stand generating an extra £20 million a year, within six years it's paid for itself. Um, now, obviously, the Anfield Roadhead wouldn't have that level of hospitality, if any at all. So, obviously, I think you're looking at about a £45 million spend on the Anfield Road end. So, it would take longer to, to pay that money back. But I think, you know, I think it shows that they are determined to find a solution. I think, you know, it's, I think it will happen. I think the question is, is when. And I think in the short term, I think, you know, that probably the, the, the focus at the moment is on the new training ground. That's kind of like the next step big step in terms of infrastructure because they're going to be putting in the planning application for that, for Kirby, um, by the end of this month. Um, and But when you when you add it all up, I think you know, with the main stand, you've got um, obviously Kirby, you've got the Anfield Road End, you've got everything else that's going on at Anfield yeah. this summer with moving a 1,000 seats to transform the place to ensure they improve facilities for disabled fans, which they have to as part of the Accessible Stadia Guide. Um, you know, rebuilding the cop in places, you know, filling in the, the two back corners. Um, all of that work, coupled with completely ripping up the pitch as well and, and putting in a new pitch for the first time in 16 years. Um, you know, the, the new club shop that's being built outside. It's about £200 million worth of, of infrastructure and investment. So um, I think just with the Amphirone, they want to be careful that, you know, it'll be a similar thing where they borrow the money at a low interest rate but you don't want to burden the club with, with too much debt because then, obviously, then that has an impact on how much you can invest in the playing squad. Christian, do you feel as though FSG have probably shown that they can do this kind of thing? You know, they've earned the trust of supporters, if not for their overall, not all of all supports for their overall mm-hmm. running of the club, but the fact that when they say we're going to do this main stem, they've done it. Because you can't argue with the fact that walking up to... Anfield now, it's a completely different experience oh, to, to what it was very, 18 know, months ago. I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the, the Anfield area still needs a, a little bit of regeneration, but, you know, I don't know what, what we term it, but, you know, Dog Poo Alley, for example, um, <laughs> as, it's, as it's known affectionately by locals, you know, that, that sort of, all oh, right, it was atmospheric and it was it was traditional, but it's got, you know, it's it's it's, it's a much nicer walk around now and it's, it's, it's a lot more... Um, it's a lot more. So it's not I just mean, the stadium. It's, it's, it's not just the stadium yeah, as well. It's, it's you go across the well, park, you know what, like, the park. It's so much different. It used to feel like going to a ground, didn't it? Now yeah, now it's like stadium, stadium, you know, yeah, yeah, an, an arena. Like, you know, an arena yeah. almost. And you know, you know what? That's, it's nothing against you know the area of Anfield. You know, I grew up a ten minute walk from there, fifteen max, and, and you know, I'm proud of. Fifteen max. About, <laughs> about five now. Yeah, <laughs> 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 two minute run. Yeah, two, two minute run. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it did need a lot of regeneration. It lot needed a lot of money put into it, and and, and that's what they've brought. Um, you know, me and James have, have went to Fenway when was in twenty fourteen, and you only have to look at that to see. I mean, they redeveloped that, and then then they chose the model of not relocating, but to to build around and to to 
build upon the existing structure, and that's that's amazing, really, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it's it's best in Anfield in terms of like the facilities and there's loads of bars and and whatnot around. But you know, the same idea in terms of if you're a, if you're a supporter, that it's it's something that you can be really be proud of, both the stadium itself and you know the the the, the, the feeling around the place. I'm just not sure about the bands. <laughs> Neil, do you feel as though? Uh, thanks for that, Christian. Neil, do you feel as though perhaps what's happening with Tottenham, what's happening with Chelsea, that's given Liverpool a bit more of a, a kick up the backside in terms of okay, yeah, we've got these plans, but now we need to start doing something about them. Or do you think that's no, just I, not I, looking I, at it I, that way? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that they'd run the club like that. I mean, obviously, you you have got one eye on the competitors and what they're doing. You have to, and I'm sure they will be aware of certain parts of of Chelsea's plan, but. Is it more the but fans that will be thinking that? Yeah, possibly. I mean, you know, Everton as well. You, you have to say, you know, Everton. We've, that's been the big story in, in Everton terms in the last last few few months or weeks. Um, but I, I think that that that's it, it was something that was in the pipeline anyway with Liverpool, and I don't I don't think that is um, you know it's it, it's you can't compare Liverpool's situation with Tottenham and Chelsea's. You've got different land situation, got different councils, different planning issues to to navigate, different. You know, club um, position, if you like. You know, Chelsea. Chelsea. I've got an owner who we know what what he's about. Tottenham have got different structures to their club. You know, the London factor. But that context, by the way, just like to go. Sorry to interrupt. Do you think it's a surprise that Chelsea haven't done something sooner? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I mean, the Alpha Stamford Bridge is a pretty good ground. I I think from from visiting, I think it's quite a good a good arena. But yeah, I suppose if you think he's been there, what now? 14 years for Bramovich. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, yeah, you might have thought that. Maybe, maybe he was just, just you know, he having to pay for all and then managers that he's <laughs> yeah. he's, to, he's, to, he's, to he's just managed to get rid of, you know, yeah. the Ash Boas yeah. and then yeah. now he's paid that but off. The point I want to make was about the pitch, really, an interesting interesting one. You know, James says there, I think it was 16, 14 years. 16 since, years. Yeah, ago. since he had that, you know. Remember, the um, you, you look back to... Um, so Stevie's early goals at Liverpool and the pitch he was he was playing on there was one against Southampton on New Year's Day I think <laughs> and like there wasn't a, a patch of green on it and you you think that was you know it must have been that summer that the pitch was laid was. yeah two thousand yeah the pitch must have been relayed that summer and that was when Steven Gerrard was nineteen or twenty years old you know, Liverpool have been playing on it since remember Brendan Rodgers used to moan about it you know. Christian found today. Glenn Johnson complaining about Johnson, him. Bizarre. It was affecting. It was affecting Glenn Johnson's ability to play right back. <laughs> apparently, amongst the things. Know, I think Klopp's mentioned about you know grass and and, and wind and things like that. <laughs> My touch was bad on that in the season game a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. But that that that's something you know. You'd hope that 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 would make you know if if only a, a, a aesthetic difference to, to Anfield. Perhaps even a practical one as well next season. You know, generally Liverpool want to play on the on the grass rather than in the air. They're not Stoke or West Brom or or one of those sort of teams. So hopefully that will have a little benefit as well next season. James, do you feel as though with this Anfield Road proposed redevelopment, that's probably about it. That's as much as Liverpool can do with Anfield the way that it is. Yeah, I think so. so uh, there's no. I mean, I haven't heard any plans or, or thoughts about any further. Uh, you know, going any further than that. I mean, I, I think, what, what else? You know, could you do? I don't think it's really that much of an option to ex- obviously the making some tweaks to the cop this summer. But you know, could you could you really take that back much further? You know, I think you'd be only very kind of like marginal gains for a, a big cost. And I, I think the other thing is that 
when you look at the TV deal just going up and up and up all the time, in fact, match day revenues aren't, you know, they're almost becoming like a drop in the ocean, really. They're not, I think when, when Liverpool kind of started their search for a new stadium, like, well, to talk about the new stadium 15 years ago or whatever, you know, I think that was, a feeling when was match day revenues was such a, you know, such a huge kind of slice of the cake. And now that's not actually the case. I think, you know, it's more about prestige and, and facilities and, you know, and, you know, I think, I think, you know, for FSG, of course, it, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a win-win because, you know, they're improving the club, improving the facilities for the supporters. And also they know that it's, it's a wise investment because, you know, it increases the value of the club as well. And, you know, with Anfield, the improvements that have been made there already, the improvements that they're going to make, coupled with the training ground, you know, it it certainly gives Liverpool a much greater chance of, of success on the field. I think that should just about do us here. Uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you soon on our regular Blood Red podcasts. Cheerio. <laughs>